Hello everybody and welcome to our time of prayer and reflection. We do this for the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time, this uh, the weekend of the uh, 27th uh, of September. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, as we come together, we recognize that we are all people of good intention. But the challenge to us is to put that good intentions into our actions, our behavior. And so as we begin our celebration together, we ask the Lord's mercy and forgiveness recognizing the times we have not lived up to our words by our actions. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, and therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who manifest your almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy, bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us, and make those hastening to attain your promise heirs to the treasures of heaven. And this we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. And our first reading is taken from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. You object what the Lord does is unjust. Listen, house of Israel, is what I do unjust? Is not what you do unjust? When the upright man renounces his integrity to commit sin and dies because of this, he dies because of the evil that he himself has committed. And when the sinner renounces sin to become law-abiding and honest, he deserves to live. He has chosen to renounce all his previous sins. He shall certainly live. He shall not die. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm. Remember your mercy, Lord. Remember your mercy, Lord. Lord, make me know your ways. Lord, teach me your paths. Make me walk in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Saviour. Remember your mercy, Lord. Remember your mercy, Lord, and the love you have shown from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth. And in your love remember me, because of your goodness, O Lord. Remember your mercy, O Lord. The Lord is good and upright. He shows the path to those who stray. He guides the humble in the right path, and he teaches his way to the poor. Remember your mercy, Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. If anyone loves me, they will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and they shall come to him. 
Alleluia. And the reading comes from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons, and he went and said to the first, My boy, you go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not go, but afterwards thought better of it and went. The man then went and said the same thing to the second, who answered, Certainly, sir, but did not go. Which of these two did the father's will? The first, they said, Jesus said to them. I tell you most solemnly, tax collectors and prostitutes are making their way into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you as a pattern of true righteousness, but you did not believe him. And yet the tax collectors and prostitutes did. Even after seeing that, you refuse to think better of it and believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When the bell goes in the morning, you must treat it like the voice of God and you must jump out of bed as though it was on fire. This is how to respond to the 6.30am bell my Jesuit confessor was telling me when I started college in London. I have to say that I have never really jumped out of bed then or now as though it was on fire. But every day I reluctantly get out of bed because I recognise that it is what God is calling me to do. And what parents on asking their child to do something has not had the reply, do I have to? Or do I have to do it now? We all have to recognise, whether young or old, that we are reluctant to always do the right thing. And so often we see the right thing as curtailing our freedom and certainly not being the fun option. I think today we all suffer from being our own best PR agents, for we are all very good at sounding plausible and even enthusiastic. When it comes to doing something, we struggle to back our words with true action. At another level, how many people's Facebook profile actually matches their true self? And don't we criticise our government for using too much spin? Today's parable of the two sons speaks into our culture of today, for the one son's Facebook profile is very good and his spin is excellent. Certainly, he says, but nothing materialises from his yes. The second son is reluctant, more or less, saying, Do I have to? But in the end, he actually does it. We could even say that this parable is based on the old adage, Actions speak louder than words. And this parable is about the readiness of people to actually do something as opposed to just making the right noises. Sometimes when I am talking to parents, for instance, they tell me that they always go to such and such a church, as their grandma did before them. However, when pressed always can often mean that I had my first communion or attended a funeral or baptism, and not a real commitment week by week. In speaking this parable, Jesus is challenging the religious leaders of his time for their entrenched positions and their assumed religious profile and prejudice towards others.
Tax collectors and prostitutes seem to be far away from the kingdom, but they have grasped the need for change, not just in words but in actions, and so with God's help can respond to the call to change and conversion in their lives. Once more, Jesus challenges the people of his time to be people not just of good intentions, but real and lasting commitment. And Jesus challenges us today just the same. Ezekiel, in our first reading, emphasizes the need for action and not just words. He emphasizes that there is nothing set, but there is always the opportunity which God, with God's help to change and that forgiveness can always be found if we're willing to move beyond words into actions. The letter to the Philippians expresses so beautifully, beautifully the reality of Jesus' mission to do the will of the Father and accepting death on a cross, and so leaving for us an example of humble obedience that challenges our pride and our competition amongst ourselves. Getting up in the morning and getting on with what needs to be done in the day may not be glamorous and always exciting, but it is a commitment to living our lives and doing God's will the right thing. We have to be careful of our own spin of easy words and flattering words and feigned enthusiasm that is not matched by the readiness to roll up our sleeves day by day and live the call of the gospel, for actions speak louder than words. And so, let us pray now, reflecting upon that gospel, perhaps asking ourselves, which of the two sons am I in my response to God? And so we pray. God guides the humble to justice and teaches them the way, and so in humility we bring our needs before our God. We pray for Pope Francis and all the bishops and priests and deacons and all God's faithful people that the Holy Spirit may bind us with the same love, uniting us in heart so that we may carry out God's will in the world today. And we pray for politicians and those in authority that they might learn from the humble example of Christ in putting the needs of their people ahead of their personal desires. And we pray especially for our leaders in government in these difficult and challenging times. And for those who are discerning their life's path, that they may find sure direction through prayer and attention to God's call. And we pray for all those who are sick, both at home and in hospital, and all those who have asked for our prayers. We pray especially for anyone suffering from COVID-19 and for all frontline workers who seek to support and help them. And we pray for all those who have died recently, especially Stephen John McMorris, who died this week. And we pray for Peter Francis Ryan, Frank Stothard, Simeon Fraser, Elizabeth Howard, May Howard, Blanche Fraser, Joan Ackroyd, Monsignor Farrelly, Father Lawrence Murray and Nora Dwyer, Brian Keenan, Mary Howard, William Mannery, Anne Nora Talbot and Linda Mary Jones, whose anniversaries occur at this time. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. 
And in our Masses this weekend, we remember her grandsons, Maria, Marie Richardson, a special intention, and the people of the parish. Lord, hear us. And we pray, asking the help of Mary's prayers. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Gracious Lord, we bring to you all of our prayers, asking them through Christ our Lord. Amen. And now we pray in the words Jesus our Saviour gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this time of prayer and reflection. And in your prayers I ask you to remember our deacon Jonathan. His ordination will now take place here in St. Joseph's next Saturday morning. And we hope to be still able to let uh, some of his family at least come to this celebration. And he will be saying his first Mass on Sunday morning. All of these things are being live-streamed as well. We also ask you, ask you to pray for uh, those uh, families who we are trying to uh, enable to make their first Holy Communion when they should have made it back in June. And we're also gathering together uh, people who were on our journey in faith in the hope that we again can support them towards being received into the church. There's lots of different things that are happening um, and so it, please do pray for your parish, pray for us all, that the Lord may strengthen us and keep us safe in these challenging times and enable us to carry on the work of building up the family of God. And so, let's now uh, ask the Lord to bless us. Uh, may Almighty God have bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And let us remain in the peace of Christ. And I pray that you have a good week this week, uh, and you stay safe. Thank you for joining us. Bye.